Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Hello, Natstown. Welcome to Nats Nightly. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Doghouse from Federal Baseball on the line after the Nationals seriously disappointing 8-1 loss to the Philadelphia Phillies today. As you can hear, Doghouse is yet again on his way out of Nats Park after the Nationals came up empty against Cole Hamels. Doghouse will start with Strasburg. 5-1 and one in 12 career starts versus the Phillies. 2 ERA, even 10.49 K per 9, 204, 238, 303 line against, but 5.98 ERA, 389 Babbitt against, 316, 368, 460 line against, and 40 and two-thirds in the pitch this season. Sitting 97 with the fastball early, worked out around an error in the second, but a walk, a double on an 0-2 change, RBI ground out in the third, one nothing, 2 nothing on an RBI double to right, by Ryan Howard, 4 nothing on an 0-2 fastball to Mikhail Franco that ends up in the right field seats above the out-of-town scoreboard. 6 nothing before he's done for the day after three and two-thirds innings pitch. Another stinker from Strasburg here. If you weren't worried beforehand, people are starting to get worried about what's wrong with Strasburg after he fails to get out of the fourth for the third start in the last four. Yeah, well, I was worried before, and I guess I'm, I'm still worried now, but... Uh, you know, so, so the whole game, we're looking to see uh, where, where's the fastball command. He didn't look sharp the first two innings, but he looked acceptable. Then he gives up the leadoff walk, and you're thinking to myself, hmm, maybe he's not spotting it well. At least he hasn't been throwing any bad change-ups. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> so, so what are you going to do? Obviously, what, whatever issues that he picked up in spring training, trying to work around the injury, are, are still with him. We're not seeing the good command. At least we have the velocity. But that's that's not going to help you if you can't spot it where you need to spot it to stay ahead of hitters and to keep people cool. Because it was it was pretty clear after one time through the order that he was not fooling very many people today. You think it's a, a thing of pitch selection with him? We noted that a double and a home run on 0-2 pitches, a fastball and a changeup in in each instance. I checked it out. Hitters were two for 18 on 0-2 pitches before that. You mentioned he's just not fooling anyone. Is this like a pitch selection thing? Is it just location for Strasburg? I know you're sitting up in the 300s today, so you can't really see where he's locating all that much other than replays. But what do you think? If you had a diagnosis, what are you thinking at this point? Well, uh, if if I want to go full on doom, I'll say he's not getting enough movement on his fastball anymore. Because you remember he used to have crazy movement on it before Tommy John. He had left, yeah. but it was still serviceable. And I didn't see the pitchers today uh, on, on a center field camera, so I couldn't give you a judgment. But if, if I want to go doom, I'm going to say his fastball is flat and it's going to be hittable now. It's going to be fast, but it's going to be hittable. If I want to look on the bright side, I'll just say it's a command problem and he's leaving, leaving pitches up and he's not busting people in or getting them reaching anymore. He's leaving things out where they're hittable. And I'm going to prefer to think of it that way until I am disproved of that by actual data, which I'm sure probably exists. But uh, 
I, I'm going to choose to look on the bright side and, and that he can come back from this when he gets his command back, hoping that he gets his command back. Now, the problems with his command, with his delivery, the mechanical issues he thinks he's going through and they've talked about all these weeks, those are all one thing. But several times today, even F.P. Santangelo noted on the broadcast, he's given up hits and then not covering uh, where he's supposed to be on the field, not backing up home plate on a few plays. You can excuse sort of the mechanical things while he sorts them out, but these mental issues that you know, cost the Nationals a few bases at least, if not runs in this game. And you really just can't have that from a major league pitcher who's you know kind of out there and frustrated and not doing what he's supposed to do on the field. Yeah, I, I'm reluctant to get too far into the psychology of the game, but you know, as as you point out, not doing the fundamentals is uh, is is a problem. At this level, drink for at this level, you you got to be playing all parts of the game. Uh, and <laughs> if you contrast what what he's done, what ha, what he did today with what Scherzer did yesterday, where he was showing fantastic baseball smarts, uh, total grasp of the fundamentals. Granted. He's very good at baseball and having a, a very good stretch of games here. But, uh, you know, take an example of the, the rundown where he powered last night. Textbook. Catches the ball, turns, freezes him, runs straight at him. And the, the classic example of the rundown, you should only throw the ball once. He threw the ball once, got the out. Um, today, I, I imagine if Strauss had that play, we, we would have – it either would have gotten by him or he would have thrown it away. Um, that's a little ungenerous. It just seems that's how the game was going today. Yeah, and it's hard to just pick on him. Five errors overall on the day by the Nationals. Two of them charged to Harper, maybe not necessarily uh, his fault. He get throws in that don't get caught and end up getting thrown around the infield. Ugly game all around from the Nationals. On the other side of the coin, Cole Hamels. Four and one in the last six starts since the Nationals uh, faced him in April. Two four two four five ERA over that stretch. Two thirty one three oh nine two ninety three line against those outings. Fifteen and nine career versus the Nats with a two seven two ERA. Two eighteen two seventy five three forty nine line against. If I were the Phillies, I would trade him right now. And there's one other player I'm going to say that about before this is done. One earned run and eight innings pitched. Cole Hamels just completely dominated. Ian Desmond's double late in the game extends his hit streak to eight games, but that's pretty much all the Nationals did against him. Pretty much the only thing, hit they got that was out of the infield, if not the only one. I didn't actually look at that, but basically Cole Hamels dominates the Nationals again and gets the Phillies a win. Yeah, Hamels is a good pitcher. He's easily the best player on the on the Phillies right now, and there there is no reason he should be on that team. He really has... They they have nothing to do with him. He has nothing he can accomplish there other than increasing his trade value. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, they should seek to move him as quickly as they can uh, before you know he runs into an unlucky streak and and people maybe miss out on on giving a, a better quality throw in with whatever the main piece of whatever trade he's involved in. The only bright side I can see of, on this is uh, if he continues to inflate his trade value. Think how terrible the Phillies are going to be when they finally get rid of him and that the Nats get to play them for the second half of the season. Yeah, starting to make me think Ryan Howard's thinking along those same lines and trying to hit his way out of the Phillies lineup as well. Today, three for five with a home run to center, 26 for 75, six home runs in May after that blast. He's right there on the list with Hamels with to trade him now. If Ruben Amaro can't get anything for these guys when they're playing like they are right now, maybe he's the one who should be out of Philadelphia. 
Uh, I can imagine there are quite a few Philly fans who, who should have argued, who would argue that uh, R.A.J. should have been out of there a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure Howard isn't particularly happy with being, uh, being where he is and, and how that team is doing. And uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see the Phillies paying $20 million a year for him to play on some other team pretty soon. But uh, tonight, boy, this, this was a, a 2009-looking Phillies Nats kind of game. Uh, and I, I can say I was not enjoying the nostalgia. <laughs> We're going to continue the FB Central Baseball tradition of stressing the positives. We got A.J. Cole out there on the mound. Got to see a lot of him today at least. Seven Ks, nine straight set down to end the outing after he fills in for Strasburg in the fourth. Nice outing from Cole. We got to see a really nice curveball off of him, fastball in the low 90s, 65 pitches to save the bullpen. We're going to add maybe Casey Jansen's debut, a scoreless eight-pitch inning for the Nationals. The bullpen really kind of came up, came through for the Nationals when Strasburg was out of there early, particularly A.J. Cole with a nice outing. Yeah, although I gotta say here, I, I gotta question Matt Williams' bullpen management there because uh, there in the in, in the bottom of the eighth, he had a chance to pinch hit Robinson for AJ Cole and leave him in to pitch. <laughs> so I, I'm not quite sure. I guess he, he wanted to get Jansen some work, so maybe I'll, I'll cut him some slack on that move. But yeah, Cole uh, he was put into not such a great situation but certainly a lot lower pressure than his uh, his first start when he was kind of thrown out there to the wolves. Um, all right, gave up a couple of runs, but on the whole, uh, he, he racked up some strikeouts. He showed some uh, good movement, some nice, uh, nice changes of speed. Uh, a lot more promising. I think maybe he's working out of whatever nerves he's had uh, at the big league list. Sorry, at this level, drink for at this level. Uh, <laughs> Twice. And <laughs> see if we can go for the hat trick. Uh, and it was also nice to get to get a bit of an introduction to, to Casey Jansen, who is, is – is it me or is he a real fidgety-looking guy? And so he's sort of yeah. dancing around, kind of oscillating up there as he's, he's getting into his big leg kick wind-up. Uh, that, that was fun to watch, especially since he, he seemed to be effective for not throwing the ball so hard. So let's, uh, let's look forward to seeing some more effective pitching out of him, fingers crossed. As you know, I don't watch a whole lot of American League ball. He's been with the Blue Jays for all those years before he signed here. If I hadn't seen much of him before spring training, he's definitely a little bit fidgety out there, definitely more of a junk baller than I would have thought. I just hadn't watched enough of him before he signed with the Nationals, so nice to see him come out and have a good inning. No pressure situation there, so he goes out and throws a quick frame, and good to see him get his debut out of there. And if you'll forgive me for the end of this second sentence and my next point, Phillies were one and five in their last six against the Nats, eleven and twenty-two in the last thirty-three in DC. They snapped the Nats' six-game winning streak. Uh, is this a case of the sun even shining on a dog's ass someday? <laughs> That's oh, the perfect exa- uh, example of what the sun was shining on today. Uh, not, not that I'm comparing. Yeah, well, no, I am exactly comparing the Phillies to that. Thank, thank you for setting that up. Uh, and, and I'd have to say, just generally, while we're looking on the bright side, the expression, a beautiful day for baseball, I think was basically invented for days like today. It was, it was sunny, not a cloud in the sky, sort of low 70s, low humidity, nice gentle breeze, beautiful day to be sitting at the ballpark drinking a beer. Uh, and, if, and if there's a game on, fine. 
as we continue. Which, I want to be a little a little doomy. I can say that the Nats kind of look a little listless out there, but well, I won't go that far right now. <laughs> As we continue the nonsensical end of our show here, before the game, I know you're not on Twitter, but if you were, you could have enjoyed seeing Ryan Sandberg apparently getting very angry at the Nationals playing slow jams during batting practice as soon as the opposing team takes the field for BP. Ryan Sandberg, through reporters, called it Bush League. He's the latest opposing manager to threaten retaliation when the Nationals visit their home park. I don't know if you ever get there early enough when I've gone there and been in the park to report on the games. There's a good hour where you have to listen to the Nats pumping slow jams out during the opposing team's batting practice. It's sort of funny. I know Mark Zuckerman, among others, has commented on the fact that the opposing team's reporters really can't figure out what's going on and about 40 minutes into it start getting super frustrated. But is this funny on the Nationals' part or something that's just really kind of juvenile and Bush League like Sandberg says? Uh, why, why can't it be both? And and honestly, <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna complain about uh, you know de- being mocked by the the music in the ballpark. You know, I, I, this is the one thing I admire about the Atlanta Braves: their organist, who is so talented and creative, and constantly comes up with funny walk-up music to play on the stadium organ for for visiting uh, visiting players. You know, this this is part of the game. It's wacky. It's fun. I know Dave would argue against it if he were on the show tonight because, you know, he's against fun. But myself, I'm in favor. And if if this means that, uh, you know, in in some future game when the Nats are uh, playing in Philly that, you know, they have to sit through Celine Dion while they're trying to do their batting practice or whatever, so be it. The gauntlet has been thrown. Spin your worst. (laughs) Something tells me there's elevator music or possibly something worse, maybe. Maybe maybe an hour of Britney Spears while the Nationals warm up, though I think they might enjoy that. So we'll see what the Phillies have for them when they go hey, to Philadelphia. Hey, it's up-tempo. <laughs> uh, and that's dropped today's one, 8-1. to one. Tomorrow afternoon, the rubber match, Gio Gonzalez versus the Harangatang on the mound there. Expected Gio Gonzalez to come through with a big start here and pick the Nationals up after a loss to the Phillies. Yeah, sure, let's expect that. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. Sorry, I'm 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 uh, fighting very hard the the urge to go ook ook in uh, in uh, mockery of our recent loser of the uh, post anthem stare down. <laughs> uh, we'll wrap it up there. Nats nightly sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. Let's go go out and enjoy the rest of our Saturdays after a stinker, a rare stinker. We should note the Nationals are still, I believe, 18 and five in their last 23 games. So. Try not to get too upset about this one, even though it wasn't a good way to spend your afternoon, unless you were in the park on a beautiful day in that town. But 25 and 18 after the loss, 8 to 1 today in D.C. Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. Enjoy the rest of your night there, Doghouse. Go Nats. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.